favorite villain is Thanos. Do wiped out half the universe, man. What more can I say? In a world where comic books have taken over the mainstream, where the geeks inherited the earth, where the nerds have taken over the turf. Ah, nerd! From the TV screens and movie scenes. From collecting your favorite pop toys. They're figurines! Where cosplay is your freedom of expression. Where cartoons and anime are your absolute obsession. If you're looking for a podcast that shares that connection, you can find this and more in the comic section. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to another issue, issue 15 of the comic section. I'm your host, Jason, alongside my talented co-host, Lil CEO. Lil CEO, what's happening, Lil CEO? Nothing much. I'm just recovering from SC Comic Con. Oh, yeah, we gotta talk about that. We definitely <laughs> I wanna find out all the good details of your experience out there. And check this out. Hey, big shout-outs. We're getting bigger now. Uh-oh. Charleston City Paper. Oh, yeah. That was pretty awesome. We're in the papers, man. <laughs> we went from the news, and now we're in the Charleston City Paper. Yeah, yeah. That is awesome. It's so amazing. So thank you guys for uh, for mentioning us, man. Definitely, you guys made our day and definitely have more eyes and ears on us. Speaking of eyes, shout out to our video producer, Statue Fanatic, because again, we got the camera in the studio now. <laughs> so not only, like I said last week, are we audio, we're also visual now. So uh, this is awesome, right? Now you get to see our beautiful faces. Yeah. <laughs> People be mad at you a lot too, so they can see. Now they can finally put the face to the anger. <laughs> right? Because they want to know, like, yo, I want to see who Lil Seal look like. So when I see her out in the streets, I won't do nothing, but I'll wait. <laughs> Until I see Jason, and then that's when I'll tell everything. Well, now now try to imagine beating up this cute face. Uh-huh. See? <laughs> see? Y'all feel bad, don't you? You should. <laughs> you should. You should feel bad. But you know one thing I feel? I feel excitement. Oh, yeah? I, the goosebumps. Because we all know what happened. <laughs> Can we talk about the trailer? I can't take... I, they have got to stop dropping it in the middle of the night like that. I know. So that I wake up to mm-hmm. this big news. Because, yeah. like, my feed was going crazy. Uh-huh. I had three different messages from people on Facebook. I texted you. Yeah. Yeah. And so, you, uh, is it like... Your phone was blowing, it's blowing up. up. Like, I can't... They st- it stresses me out. <laughs> and exactly. And if you guys don't know what you're talking about, but if you listen to the show, obviously you do because you're a comic book fan. We're talking about Avengers Endgame. And some saying that this is the final trailer. Honestly, I believe it. You believe it? Yeah, because I, I think that, like, they just don't want to spoil anything more yeah. about this. Um, but I feel like the the trailer was really, it was really good. I don't need to know more than that. We all know what's going to happen. You know, they need to go find Thanos. Mm-hmm. They got to fight him again for the gauntlet. Right. Um, and bring everybody back. Got to so, bring everybody back. So without further ado, let's go ahead and give the people a taste of the trailer. If yeah. they haven't seen it, but I'm sure they have. But either way, check it out right here. I saw all these people die. keep telling everybody they should move on. Some do, but not us. Even if there's a small chance, we owe this to everyone who's not in this room to try. We will. Whatever it takes. Whatever it takes. Whatever it takes. Whatever it 
whatever it takes. For real. Mm. I feel so full. Mm. So delicious. Nutritious. Oh, <laughs> man. That last part, though, that's where, you know, it got me. It got me when they were walking and they had, you know, the suits on. Yeah. And you saw Tony Stark. Yeah, so he makes Nebula, it home. So he, they didn't make it back. Yeah. You know, it's Tony Stark. He's going to You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he did. And the last, last scene, Captain Marvel. Yes. Her meeting Thor. Her meeting Thor. And that was the matchup. That's the one I was waiting for. I like this one. I was always anticipated because people are arguing who's stronger, Captain Marvel or Thor. And a lot of people are saying Captain Marvel, but then you still have those other people like, nah, man, Thor's still that dude. Yeah, I don't think we've seen enough of Thor's like power to be able to say. Hey, like we saw the immense amount he, of power that yo, she has in that movie. That's true. But, so not to spoil anything, but that end scene is like, yeah, oh, yeah, uh, yeah she, she did work. She yeah. did work. But, you know. Yeah, Thor, but they're definitely, I feel like they're evenly. Think they're even? Evenly. Because when Thor came through in Wakanda with that Stormbreaker, yeah. it was like, okay, this is the Thor I've been waiting on for three movies. Mm-hmm. I'm like, Thor, finally, they unnerf him. Right. Because he's strong enough that we can kind of do his thing solo. Oh, yeah, most definitely. I mean, he, there's a reason why they considered him a god. So. Yeah. Yeah, that was awesome. But, oh. um, yeah, the trailer, I'm really excited about it. I, yeah. It to me it looked like it, it didn't reveal any more new information in my opinion, which right. is great because we don't need to know. Anything I don't need to know any other thing yeah. until the movie comes out. Um, I feel like the only thing that we really got out of it is that this obviously this movie is going to be a tribute yes. to the senior Avengers, so right. Tony Stark, Captain America, Thor. yeah. Um, you know, because we've had him for ten years, and some of them are probably going to go in this last. You know, phase four is going to probably start without a lot of them. Yeah, that's so, going to be tough. Um, which I thought was awesome. I love that little scene with Iron Man and and uh, the old scenes from Captain America and stuff right. like that. But interestingly enough, they uh. did reveal. It seems like to me that um, when with the events of Infinity War, that uh-huh. time a significant amount of time has passed between that moment and Endgame. That's true. Yeah, so I thought that was interesting. Um. Like, they're saying everybody's telling us we need to move on. We need to move on with our lives. Like, there's nothing we can do. Mm-hmm. So that kind of implies to me that it's been like a year or two. Right. Um, which, honestly, when you think about the mathematics of it, kind of makes sense. Because if they did call Captain Marvel, it would take, like, if you're flying across an entire galaxy, it's yeah. going to take, like... It's going to take some time. Some, some time. Even Especially if flying- even if she's really strong. Exactly. Um, And then, you know, Iron Man and Nebula getting back from Jupiter in a, you know, a wrecked who knows uh, how they get back? We don't even know. It would take a while. Right. You know what I mean? A, it takes some time. And then Ant-Man pulling himself out of that. Uh, it's like the. I don't want to call it the Phantom Zone, but the Phantom yeah, Zone. Yeah, it was. It was. Um, would also take time. So right. I guess I'm not surprised, but it's it almost makes all the losses like more devastating. Mm-hmm. Like Wakanda is going to be in dis. I mean disarray. Yeah, it's without messed up. Their king, and yeah. then if Shuri is missing, I mean. Right. So anyway. Yeah, it's going to be exciting. It's, it's, I'm so like I'm so excited. I'm so excited. <laughs> I, and I can't wait. I can't wait either. And it's coming out April 26th because yep. originally it was supposed to come out in May, but they That's were right. like, hey, man, we Marvel. Move that baby up. Let's push it up a little bit. But I think they did that la- last time, they did too, that last with Infinity time. War. They did that last time. They felt that confident. If it's three hours long, I'm there all three hours. I'm cool I don't know. It. I might have to, like, pee. <laughs> I do what you got to do. Bring the intermission back, please. That would be cool. That'd be awesome. Bring, it, bring an intermission back and have us kind of talk in between. So, like, when the intermission comes on, and we can kind of debate. Yeah. Like, all right, cool. All right, this theory. All right, this theory didn't work out. But what about this one? Yeah, that. I want to have that talk. I would love that. We got to have that talk. That's some. That would be building some serious camaraderie with your fellow nerds in the theater. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. And speaking of camaraderie, like we mentioned about 
Thor and Captain Marvel. Shout outs to Captain Marvel because yeah. uh, Captain Marvel's on a pace of hitting one billion at the box office. Yeah. It's already over half a, half of 500 yeah 500 million already mm-hmm. half a billion already actually i think i saw today it was like seven it's already at seven, seven? i don't think so man okay <laughs> by the time this podcast comes out yeah it's in a billion it's dollar gonna club. be in a billion it's in a billion dollar club so shout outs to captain marvel yeah and if, if that's true i think it's gonna put her something at like the fourth or third uh best selling or like some like right out the gate mm-hmm. box office yeah um solo film right um, which is pretty impressive considering, you know, characters like Iron Man and Thor and Captain mm-hmm. America. She's competing yeah. with these yeah. long established characters. She's going right out the gate. Going so I'm right really excited. Gate. That's awesome. That is really, really awesome. I'm super excited about that. And like you said, I want to see how they all interact with each other. But big ups to Captain Marvel. Another notch in the Marvel yeah. uh, billion dollar Belt Another Club. Success. Another success, man. They doing it. They and killing I, it. And I know some of the haters out there can't stand that, you know, those numbers, but boy, they had no impact. Isn't that embarrassing? Yeah, I'm they saying. had no impact. They tried. Cause like Black Panther, I mean, Black Panther made like, what was it, two billion? No. It's, it's close. close to two billion. Close to two billion. Um, so for her to already be breaking a billion. Yeah. Y'all had no impact. Yeah, none. None. <laughs> they tried. a little boycott. They tried. They tried. Whack. Yeah, man. <laughs> Captain Marvel. Shout out to that. Let's play a little clip of that real quick. The power you wield is for the good of all. This isn't about fighting wars. It's about ending them. I'm ready. Yeah, wow. All right. So, going for Marvel that we're all excited about. One thing that's kind of a somber note. Or maybe it's about time for some people out there about this show. And I'm talking about CW's Arrow. Looks like they announced that it's going to be canceled after eight seasons. It's going to be the last season coming up right here. See, but to me, that's like not being canceled. Like canceled has like a negative connotation. The viewership isn't there. Good point. You know what I mean? Uh, People don't care. They're indifferent to the show. Uh I feel like. After eight seasons, like, that's just the natural ending of a show. Yeah. Um, Because I was looking at, you know, I was reading, what's his name? There was an interview with uh, the actor. Stephen Amell? Yeah, of, of Arrow, mm-hmm. the main the main actor. Yeah. Um, And he was like, listen, I want, I'm leaving the show. I told the producers, listen, I want this to end, mm-hmm. you know, before it gets bad. I don't want it to drag out and be a supernatural level like show that. where it's like 15 seasons you of garbage. You know what? That's a good You know, point. like I for like shows that. like The Office or Scrubs where they just like were... Kept going. Kept going. Cast you know, changes. Right. After it was good. Right. You know, honestly. So yeah. I, it's it, it's very... What's the word for this? I'm I'm very pleased to hear him say that because I, f- right. I feel like more producers and directors need to be a little more self-aware about that mm-hmm. where there's a point where you're just beating a dead horse. So I'm, I'm glad to hear... That they're letting it go in a natural way. Right. And it's a really great point that you made because a lot of shows would stay on, like you were saying, because of the money. Right. You know, it's like, hey, you know, a lot of people have jobs that are depending on certain shows to keep going. And sometimes people are thinking about their wallets instead of the integrity of the art of the show. So instead of like, oh, this is perfect. Let's leave it right here. Like, nah, let's keep going for another 25 Another couple of Jesus. you know seasons. <laughs> We're gonna keep going. Make, make about four or five movies. You know, Pass. you know what I'm saying. So hey, at least like you said, at least he kind of knows. Hey, you know this is a good way to to end it out. And plus, the CW have so much right. that they got move going. Move on, move on. Yeah. I'm excited for Batwoman. Move up the Star Girl. Right. Move on. You know, to move on. Move on. Yeah. That, it, to me, that was an integrity move on his part. Yeah, I really like that. Shout out to Arrow, y'all. Gotta love it, man. Like this clip right here. I'm just here to do my time. 
Don't want any trouble. Keep my head down. You're the Green Arrow. Wrong guy. Avoid conflict. They're all afraid of you. Man, all right. So now that we transition from Arrow, we got to take another trip to the House of Mouse. I mean, we got to. I mean, look, I get it. I understand why people don't like Disney. But Boy, they be wild enough. They be wilding. But you know what? They about to be wilding to the bank because it uh, yep. looks like that Fox deal is supposed to be ending sometime this week. Yeah. So it's about to be a wrap. What are your thoughts on it? Listen, I... I'm tired of talking about this. I just want it to be over. Just be over. Let the, just let it happen. I love, like, and, and honestly, like, I make fun of Fox all the time, but I actually really like Fox. Like, Fox a, is cool. studio. Yeah. Um, but, but superhero movies just were not their thing. Um, everything else they do is great, but the, that's just not the thing. Let that sh- go. <laughs> let it go. <laughs> Disney knows what they're doing. Yeah. They, are, they, they, have, they have the cream of the crop when it comes to creators and artists. Right. And innovators. Yeah. So... Just let it go. Now, I'm going to play <laughs> devil's advocate here. Yeah. Okay, so they did good with Logan, obviously. Mm-hmm. They did great with Deadpool. Mm-hmm. Now, the thing that, and I believe we've talked about this, though. The one sad thing about it is the people that are going to be losing their jobs. Because whenever a giant I mean, company swallows another one, like, you're going to have people, from what I've heard, like, a few thousand jobs are going to be eliminated. So, you know, that's the one i guess negative of course we're all excited about all these characters like okay we're like one step closer to having all of marvel back together under one roof the way it always should have been but i just feel bad about all the people that See, are going to be losing their job but i don't i'm not oh. pressed about that oh yeah because let me tell you who's gonna lose their job you cold-blooded hold on hold on let me tell you who's gonna lose their jobs okay. in that acquisition right. okay. you want to know who who did you ever watch the office yes okay uh the 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 exec, the executives, the the guys with the nonsense titles who don't really do anything are the Ooh. ones that are going to lose their jobs. So you think there's now, a lot of that? The production people, the directors, the staff members, the mm-hmm. pe- the sound guys, the the gaffer, the people who make things happen yeah. are going to be fine. Mm. Do you know what I'm saying? Like they're going to be fine. And even if even if they do, if even if some of those people do lose their jobs, like the the film industry is humongous, it's booming, it's fantastic. Yeah. Um. Usually they can find jobs pretty easily, and and I I mean I don't want to say that like, but my one of my best friends works in film. And okay. Like we talk, he tells me a lot about what happens in these kind of things, and really it's those people. Ooh. You know the David Wallaces of the world. Yeah. Those are the people that are going to lose their jobs. Oh, you okay. know what I mean? Okay. Because I didn't know that. they're superfluous <laughs> to That's the system. Point. That's a good point. <laughs> um, and since they're not that Fox executive now, they're going to be you know a Disney executive. Disney yeah. already has their own executive. Exactly. So can go. You, can you know what I mean? Now. Yeah. So okay. I, I mean I understand people's concerns, and there are some of the little guys who will be affected. So. And maybe they're blowing it out of proportion. Because, I mean, these are all hearsay. These are all rumors. Yes. I just know, I remember reading some sites about actual workers who are, like, scared. Because they're like, oh, well, we don't know what we're going to do, so let's update our resumes. And just in case we got to go, you know, we have all of this. And, you know, so. Yeah. I I mean, it's worth the worry. But I just want everybody to, you know. Okay. Keep it in perspective. Keep it in perspective. All right. I like that. I like that. I mean, I was worried, but you you kind of let it. Made me feel a little better. Because Disney is kind of wild. They are. But they're taking over. They might take over this show. 
Uh, okay. You don't think so? No. <laughs> really? Yeah, they can eat it before they take over the show. I mean, oh, I like it. I sorry. like the independent spirit right there. <laughs> See, that's why. That's why we're we're a great team. I, I can't be bought. You so. can't be bought. No. I don't know, man. I'm getting old, man. I might yeah. be like, yo, hey, uh, well, can't be bought. But, you know, depends. we might be able to work out some. I'll let you choose that. Okay. All right. Okay. <laughs> well, here's one thing that uh, I think we can uh, be excited about, maybe. Maybe not. Well, Power Rangers. Looks like Hasbro reaffirms plans for a new upcoming Power Rangers movie. Now, the new one that came out in 2017, a lot of people have been wondering about a sequel but we might not get a sequel. This might be a fresh reboot because now Hasbro joined up with Paramount. So I think Paramount is going to be the one that's going to be distributing the film. But where it is, is that it can be either or, but some are more leaning towards the reboot style because whenever something like this happens, they kind of like, yo, to start fresh, new cast, new Power Rangers, your thoughts. Well, you know, I, I don't care about the Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. I know. Right. Yeah. So when my significant other dragged me to the theater to watch that new that new movie. Uh-huh. Um, I was not interested. Didn't care. You know, I was just doing it because that's what you do when you're married. Um, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but, I, you know, at the end of the movie, I was like, man, I was loving it. It was so, it was fun. It was action packed. It, yeah. it, it was, you know, they were all humanized. Like I could relate to all the kids. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, and then they had that extra cutscene at the end where they hint at the Green Ranger that they were going to bring them in. Exactly. So I was like stoked. I was like, yeah. So to hear that they might be just scrapping that and rebooting again, I'm like, man, you got me to care about this thing and now you're not even going to do it. Yeah. <laughs> so like, but I'm excited. Uh, you know, I'm excited to see something. I, I mean, I, I'm not going to lie. I didn't really love the. You didn't love the 90s the show? Suits. Oh, the suits for in the movie. In the movie, I'm the same way. I, I mean, couldn't stand the suits. No, they, I didn't like them. They kind of reminded me of those Jellyco like shoes. You remember back in the day, the like see through shoes. Oh sneakers? yeah, those. Yeah. Ooh, you got a good point. You know what I thought of? <laughs> I thought of Iron Man. I thought of like these are some. Iron, yeah, these are like knock off Mark Jelly Mark 15s. Is yeah. there is there a Mark 15 Iron Man I suit? I'm, I'm just, sure. There I'm just is. trying to make there up a, a number. All right, Mark uh, 85. Sure, sure. Yeah, I'm just throwing a number out. Yeah, that's what they look like to me. They look like a bunch of Iron Man suits just spray painted. But I think that that can't be helped anymore at this point. Every, like, body suit is going to make us think of Iron Man now. But that's what I'm saying. They had a great design. If you ever went back and watched the uh, the 1995 Power yeah, Rangers movie. Yeah, I would have preferred to see that. Just updated yeah. where it looks Yeah, cooler. more armored. And, yeah, yeah, I'm cool with that. So, you know, and if they do reboot the cast, because I did like the cast that they had. Yeah. Yeah, I liked everyone. I like how they changed up some of the characters. You know, you had the Black Ranger, who back in the day, they always made that. <laughs> you, knew, you know that correlation. I, we, we talked about yeah. that. Yeah. <laughs> in the 90s, it's like, yo, hold up, man. How come the Black Ranger black? And then the, <laughs> like certain Yikes. people, like certain the master The Asian color, girl was the, the Yellow, Yellow Ranger. Yeah. yeah. So I love how, because you knew they had to change that up. They had to change that up. Thank like, goodness. I like that. And I'm glad they did. <laughs> I'm really glad they did. So I like how they did that. So hopefully they continue to go along that path yeah but just yeah the suits i wasn't eh, wasn't i really didn't cool. love them either yeah yeah so we'll just have to wait and see for all my power rangers fans you know it's morphing time you ever did that <laughs> you ever like go behind your back no you never did that no i know i ain't the only one i'm i i believe you but you I never just never liked the power rangers so. you never did like oh zordon's calling nope. you no. never did that no just me huh yeah me and thousands <laughs> of other people yep. that love this franchise That's who. it has a fandom so yeah it is Okay, well, we just have to wait and see. <laughs> but one thing that we kind of knew what was coming, 
looks like a new article came out from Variety that uh, Sony is uh, expecting to expand. I see you rolling your eyes. See, that's why we got the camera in here. You know, rolling in the eyes right there. But Sony is expanding the Spider-Verse with possible TV spinoffs. Obviously, we got the movies that are coming, but... Your thoughts of them expanding. We knew this was going to happen, though, right? Boo, Didn't you know? Boo. All the money that Spider-Man made, where they got to share it with Marvel, obviously. But, you know, with Venom and then obviously Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse got an Oscar. <laughs> you knew this was coming. <laughs> well, okay. When when Into the Spider-Verse came out, we did hear rumors, and we've talked about this on the podcast, that they were going to do the Spider-Girls. Right. So Silk, um, Spider-Woman, you mm-hmm. know, Spider-Gwen, maybe on their own team over there. Right. Well, I thought they were going to do movies. I want to see a movie of that. I don't want to see so stupid, watered-down TV show. Like, what if man. It, but what if it was Netflix style? It's not, though. Because it's, it's grounded. It's not going to be that good. It's not going to be as good as Into the Spider-Verse. But check this out, though. Okay, well, yeah, that's different. But check (laughs) this out, though. What if it is like a Netflix gritty style and you have 10 episodes an hour long? So instead of having a two-hour movie, you have a 10-hour show, like a long arc that you can kind of deep dive and you can really get into the... Because that's my, my... Yeah, I guess that's a good point. See? <laughs> no? That is a good point. Yeah, so all the characters that you love, you want to get more into their world. You want to see how they tick. That's why I love the, you know, TV style over the movies for certain characters. So, for instance, that's why with Spider-Man, I can do both. Yeah. I love the Because obviously with the money and the graphics you got to put into, I get the movie style. But also, you know, your characters who are more ground level. Because think about how... All right, we knew Daredevil was already had, you know, a name with the movie with Ben Affleck and stuff. But with the show, you got to find, you know, more. You can dig into, you know, Matt Murdock's brain and why he does the thing he does. Like Luke Cage, Jessica Jones. Like, we knew these movies probably wouldn't, well, I shouldn't say movies, but shows probably wouldn't have gone to the movie. Yeah. So it was great. And now we love these characters. That's true. You're right. Yes. <laughs> Did I win this argument? Well, and not only that, but I'm just, I want Sony to like stop. I want to, again, let it go. Uh, let it go mm. and let Disney have it and just stop. Like, I don't want to see anything, even though Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse was good. Even right. though Logan was good. Right. Even though I feel like all of those things were flukes. I feel like <gasps> the only reason that, yeah. That these things were good is because of the peep, the people, the teams behind it. That's right. much that the Sony was behind it. Okay. But, like, Ryan Reynolds made Deadpool happen. They were going to let that sh- go. They were going to cancel that movie. But right. he held on to it and he, you know, he powered through it. There was and, passionate. And he had the, he had so much control over, like, what was going on in the movie. Yeah. That, that's why I feel like it was good. Not because of them. Not because They're of Fox. stupid. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah, yeah. Like, I just... I, Anyway, yeah. so I want them to let that go, but you know they're gonna they got Spider Man and they gonna keep them. So yeah, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I mean I'm excited and I saw that they're thinking about making a what if animated TV show too. Ooh, um, that's real and I, good point. Yeah, and I love the what ifs, so I would watch an animated show with that. If it was like T for Teen and up, I would mm. totally watch that because some of those what ifs are awesome. Yeah. Um, a lot, and it's funny because a lot of the what ifs actually became truths. Like, there's some what if, like, what if Jane Foster found Thor's hammer, right? Instead, um, <laughs> instead of Thor, instead which of is Thor. kind of funny. Yeah, um, but, but that would be cool. Uh, like, there's a lot of them that I like. There's one what if, uh, what if Dazzler had become the herald of mm-hmm. Galacticus? Mm-hmm. Galacticus. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, that's an inside joke. Um, <laughs> 
But like, there's a bunch of them I would love to see happen, but they, you know, wouldn't be canon and it wouldn't affect the right. now, movies or anything. And that's the thing. Now that one's going to the Disney Plus. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'm good with that. So might be know. family friendly then. I'm oh. sure. Okay. I'm sure. But I mean, with Sony, we don't know what Sony's going to do. Sony may just, you know, license this out to certain things, but who knows? We'll see. We'll see. All right. Well, time to go ahead and get into those coming soon previews, guys. Let's get into it. All right. Well, we already talked about the Avengers Endgame trailer right at the top of the show. So uh, we got to talk about the guy in the blue. (laughs) You know who I'm talking about. Yeah. (laughs) Genie, baby. We talking about that Aladdin trailer. Check it out right here. You stumbled upon an opportunity. I can make you rich. Rich enough to impress a princess. What would I have to do? There's a cave of wonders. Bring me the lamp. Oh, great one who summons me, I stand by my oath. Loyalty to wishes three. I'm kidding. Watch this. Watch out! You done wound me up. You ain't never had a friend like me. Tell them you dare close your eyes. Hold your breath and get I do you feel better? Because a lot of people felt uneasy with a couple of trailer well teasers that they put out, but this is actually the official trailer Disney said. This ain't the you know, the other ones were teasers. Yeah. This is official. What's your thoughts? I'm psyched and everybody can eat it. Everybody can eat it. <laughs> like I, I've i I'm I'm annoyed that everybody thinks that uh Will Smith is gonna be bad as genie or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um like Suck an egg. <laughs> like, I love Robin Williams. Like, you don't even know. Like, when I heard Robin Williams died, like, I cried. Yeah, that affected And I don't all care about celebrities. Yeah, you know what I mean? That affected so, everybody. Um, But, like, he he's dead. He passed away, and he's gone, so he's not going to be Genie. Somebody else has to be Genie. So, like, just go ahead and get over that. Mm. <laughs> and just enjoy this movie for what it is. And it's an awesome, beautiful, live-action Aladdin movie. It looks great. I love the the choreography and the costuming and yeah. the sets and stuff. It looks fabulous. Yeah. Please get excited for this movie. And, yeah, I did I did read, though, that some people started feeling better once they saw the Genie. How they updated. How he's interacting. They, they changed up. I think what they were saying is that they changed some of the VFX mm-hmm. to the genie. Okay. So it was more in tune a la like the animated version, which obviously you can't duplicate. That. Yeah, that's, that's one impossible. thing. Right. And that's one thing that I, I really hope they do, which I believe, you know, most of the Disney live action films have done to a certain point where it's not a shot for shot remake. I don't want a shot for shot yeah. remake. If you're going to do that, I'm just going to watch the animated film. Right. So I want something different. And I've seen, I've seen different elements. I've seen different parts. I'm like, huh, that looks new. I don't remember that from the from the movie. So with that, I'm like, oh, okay, okay, cool. And then plus, I was already riding with you know the blue genie. You know, I was always riding with Big. Yeah, Lily. me too. You know, I'm like, yo, I know he's going to do his thing. And obviously, Robin Williams, you can't duplicate that. Yeah, so no. you got to put your, you own, do your own spin thing. to it, which is what I love. And I really like Will Smith as that. And I just expect him to just bring something new and fresh, like you know, like the Fresh Prince. Exactly. To the genie. So I'm super excited about it. But um, one thing I am a little nervous of, 
I'm still not sold all the way oh, on. Still with the Jafar. Yes, yeah, Jafar. <laughs> I'm just not. But maybe, hey, I'm I'm not saying I can't be sold. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just saying, you got to do a little bit more for me, for Jafar. But that's it. Well, we got, not, so not only did we see more of the genie, and I feel better about the genie, but we got to see some of the musical aspect of Ooh, the movie. Yeah. And I'm so stoked. It sounded so good. Whole new world. Um, You know, and it, and it looked awesome. So I'm really excited. Yo. To see that they're not dropping, because uh, like I heard that they were gonna drop the musical element in Mulan. Mm. I'm like, no, I want like we want that. That's, yeah. It's a Disney movie. Gotta have a so, little bit. So I'm glad to see that it's still in there and that it looks really beautiful and it sounds great. You know what? I ain't gonna lie though. There's that one part where a lot of the fellas gonna be hating on it though. Why? You know, the carpet ride through the sky, singing a whole new world. Why? Because you know sometimes you know guys gonna look at that like, oh, if they with a woman. And like, oh, I got to get on a carpet. Oh my god! I got to take off. I got to. I got to find so ridiculous. a magic carpet. You know how hard it is to find a cool. Yeah, carpet? it's not real. So like, I don't think any woman is expecting that. Hey, have you have you seen a Disney movie and how the ladies be acting? They want a prince like that. Oh my god! Now I got to live up to the Aladdin scale. That's oh pressure. Oh my god! You're so you're married. You don't understand the pressure <laughs> that we go through. I okay, I got to find a magic car. I can't find a regular carpet. I could be magic. You know what you should do? You should take them to Disney World then. It's a good idea. There you go. I think they have a magic carpet ride. <laughs> then you might have solved it. I think you might have solved it. There you go. Okay, appreciate that. <laughs> All right, let's go ahead and keep it moving then. Uh, we're going into the Batman versus TMNT, my favorite superheroes of all time. Check out this trailer right here, guys. It all happened so fast. We have to stop them, Batman. Whatever they are, they're going to regret stepping foot in Gotham. This is our big score, gentlemen. It's the bat! Fire! Fire! Do I look like a friggin' bat to you? Huh? I've read rumors about a supernatural bat creature in Gotham, but I assumed it was an urban legend. Ninja Turtles. We came to Gotham to stop Shredder and the Foot Clan. Take them down. We need answers. You're welcome to try. Think fast. He thought too fast. We're not your enemy. This is still my city. If they're ready for a fight, we bring them a freaking fight. You are no match for me. Let's end this. C-O-C-O-C-O. <laughs> you know how I feel about these two subjects very I well. Do. So now that you you've seen the trailer and you see these two giant heroes mm-hmm, mm-hmm. in their own fashion go up against each other, which we all know it ain't really going to be them fighting against each other. What's your thoughts on it? Um, so my thoughts are, I don't care. <laughs> Can't believe it. How did I know you were going to say you didn't just care? Not, I just don't care. I'm like not interested. Um, but I will say that the animation is toy. And, um, and then it looks, it looks like it actually looks interesting. Yeah. Like I, I, for the first time ever, I can say that. Um, I like the idea that Shredder comes to town and teams up with, you know, somebody like Ross yes, yes. Um, And then that involves like the rest of like Batman's Rogue Gallery. And, yeah. 
So I thought that was cool, but that's cool, man. I was like really disappointed because it's just Batman and Batgirl and Robin. I was kind of hoping Batwoman and Nightwing would show up. They might up. come up. They might happen. Yeah, yeah, we'll see. They might happen. But but yeah, I mean, it, it looks awesome. I'm excited for you. So I hope you have fun. <laughs> the only way I'm gonna have fun uh-huh. is if my turtles prevail. Okay, I want my Ninja Turtles to do their thing and win. But of course. We all know it's going to be a little conflict between them and Batman, and Batman's going to, you know, do his detective, and obviously he's probably going to... And he's kind of a jerk. Yeah, and he's probably <laughs> going to win. You know, you know how Batman fans and writers are. They got to make the Batman win. No! I want the Turtles to put the beat down on him, Robin, all of them. You know, fun fact. What's up? There are freelance artists all over this world that you could pay to draw that. Oh, you don't think I went to them already? <laughs> I got one at the house. Oh, yeah. That's right. I got Raphael. Beating them up. Yeah, man. I got Raphael just taking it to Robin. You know what I'm saying? Cool. That's just awesome. because that's how I feel. <laughs> that's you know? actually pretty cool. You know what I'm saying? But either way, I'm super excited. I can't yeah. wait, obviously. It's going to be cool. And yeah, I can't wait to. I think this is going to straight the Blu-ray. I think so, yeah. I don't think it's going to the theaters. Yeah. So, I'm excited, though. This is going to be cool. And plus, there's a comic about it. I yes. know I've gotten... Yeah, two. Yeah. I know I've gotten a few of the uh, storylines in it. The comic is cool. So, I wonder if they're going to, you know, bring those elements in, which looks like they will. And it's DC animation combined with the TMNT lore. So, I'm excited. This is cool. I'm ready for it. So, definitely be on the lookout for when it comes out. Hello, my name is Rachel. Um, I'd say my favorite superhero would be Star-Lord because he's more of a realistic hero in my mind. Um, not everything is going to be able to be accomplished in, you know, glorious flames and colors. You're going to get a little bit messy if you're going to save people. And I just really think it's a more realistic storyline in Guardians of the Galaxy as opposed to something like Superman or Batman um, where things always turn out right in the end. All right, CEO. It's time we get into those rumors and speculation. So you know what that means? That means we're going to take a trip to the comic book store. We got to talk to your boy Sheldon. No. That's his name, right? Didn't we name him Sheldon? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, Sheldon, he got a gruffy beard. You know, he got a fedora on and a trench coat. It's springtime, so I know he's sweating up a storm. So all that nerd sweat. You work at a comic book store. You ever smelled some nerd sweat before? No. You never Actually, have? I, well, I have a weekend sense of smell. Fun fact. Oh, you do? <laughs> But, like, I don't think I've ever had that experience. I think at a few cons I had, mm. but not in the store where you're like, oh, this person's got to be This person's a little bit of... They live in their mom's basement. Basement, yeah. don't shower. Yeah, you know, <laughs> drinking some so, Mountain Dew and Cheetos. Fun fact. <laughs> Enjoy. <laughs> okay, well, um, here's the speculation that I had, and obviously we've talked about this with Avengers and Infinity War and all of that, but there's a, a cool theory out there that I saw that apparently... Which is kind of common sense because we kind of know most of the characters are probably going to be coming back that, you know, went away or died from the snap. Right. Anybody who's dusted is going to come back. Come back. Well, there's a theory out there that's even, you know, lends more credence to it because they're saying that Doctor Strange, you know, he had the Time Stone. And obviously when they were fighting on Titan and he got to look in the future and see all the possible outcomes and he found one, which we all know. He's like, okay, cool. This is the outcome. We only won one out of 14 billion, you know, different outcomes. And they're saying that it has to do with Doctor Strange because if you remember in the Doctor Strange movie, the ancient one, she could only see forward in time up to a certain point. And at that point, she couldn't see past it because at that point, that's where she died. Right. So they're saying that, okay, Doctor Strange could see 
all these scenarios, but he can always see past the point on Titan. So he didn't die. That's the theory. And that that's going to bring everyone back in some weird way. What's your thoughts on that theory? That's speculation. <laughs> Let me tell you something. Oh, here we go. Uh, <laughs> here we go. All right. This All is right. exactly why I don't read rumors or theories about Endgame. They're fun. They're, see, but for me, they're not fun because oh. I'm like, that's dumb. <laughs> what's so dumb about it? Well, because for me, at least, like, uh, what's the word for this? Um, Like, there's just so many ways I can poke holes in that because for me at least I just I just don't believe that like the writers and the directors are like in cahoots that deep to like have little plans like that you, don't you know think what I mean so? like I just don't believe that this director and the writer for Doctor Strange because when did that movie come out like four years ago no not that long maybe you sure no that anyway movie came out like two two, two years well like I just don't believe that they've got like a little sheet where they're like these are the rules of how you, you know these powers work come on you don't and think they, they like that? left it in the office CEO. for the people who did Infinity Wars like I just yes. don't believe that that's I just how the whole, don't that's how the whole universe I mean, came to be like they, they can't even get their timeline right what do you but mean? I'm supposed to believe that because their timeline was all for like ever it was like janky as heck how we ain't talking about I'm the not, we ain't talking about, not. we're not talking about the x-men timeline <laughs> no i'm talking, talking about, about the, the marvel MCU. cinematic universe the movies the tv shows and then those random comics that work into the but anyway um i, I just don't believe it i'm sorry i'm sorry that's fine <laughs> that's fine and and like her, the way she, her power works is different because from the way he is, his works even, mm-hmm. and then he's using the time stone, and she wasn't using the time stone to look forward in time. That's she was good just point. using her power. Yeah, good, man, good, um, point. good point. So there. the time stone may be able to negate that limitation to the power, mm, um, okay. where you can't see past your own death. I see. Because what you're I just and I feel like if he if he was being bumping up against this point where he's like, oh, I can't go past this point. That's weird. Yeah. Like, I just don't think he'd be like, well, I guess we didn't win there. It's mm-hmm. like, no, I just can't see past that point. And it's like, why can't I see past that point? Does it make mm-hmm. sense? So I okay. don't know. Uh, right. I just, I feel like ugh, these theories, I f- and, and at the end of the day, I feel like everybody gives these people way too much credit. They're just not as creative yes, they are. as you are. I'm yes, sorry. Are. All the people on the internet who make these oh, the internet? Like, like hey, sometimes fabulous be, theories. Hey, sometimes they be on point to the point where some director's like, oh man, we got to change some things. No. Look, this is the MCU. <laughs> They pass notes all the time. That's how they build it. They leave little trinkets. Why do you think they have Easter eggs? That's, That's what it is. Different. That's Easter the clue. Eggs are different. Of course. Like, think about it. Directors like, hey, Doctor Strange, we're gonna leave this in here so this can connect with no. that. That's exactly what they no. do. You don't <laughs> they, believe they that? They do do that, but that's that's what I'm saying. I'm just saying that that is too small and minute of a detail for them to have kept in mind for that movie. That's okay. just my opinion. Okay. I got um, you. Because, like, I mean, they're having to juggle the past 10 years of movies. You know what I mean? So, like, they, what's the word for this? They uh, contradict themselves pretty often. You know, mm. if, and so if you Google, like, plot holes in Marvel movies, there's by the dozen. I'm not doing that, dozen by the dozen. Well, you can do that in anything. But... Well, yeah, I'm just saying, but that's what I'm saying is, like, it's hard for them to have, like, this, you know, keep track of everything hey. throughout when you have hey. different directors and writers and hey. whatever working on completely different You understand the power of Kevin Feige. You, you're underestimating no, the power I am not. of <laughs> our Lord and Savior, <laughs> Kevin Feige. Kevin Feige. Kevin the man. So, but that's just okay. me. That's why I don't, I try not to read these theories for Endgame because I'm like, 
like it's just never going to be as good as what these people make well, some, up, which are really fascinating, very interesting, and yeah, would be cool. Right. But they're not going to do that. We'll they're see. Not do that. We'll see. <laughs> that theory, that theory, I'm I'm not all the way in for. Oh, well, we'll see. I mean, again, we'll, we'll see. We'll see. You're Maybe probably I have right. to eat my words in a month. You're so. probably right. You're probably right. But if you do got to eat those words, ooh, I'm going to bring the season. <laughs> yeah, and you I'm can I'm going to bring that. the salt, the that. pepper, and the hot sauce, man. We're going to be eating. Well, you're uh, going to be eating. I'm going to be chilling. Okay. <laughs> and another speculation. Well, we kind of talked about it. We touched on it earlier. My bad, yeah. It's all good. We I'm, got the, I'm uh, eager to talk about this because I'm so excited. Now, you love the what ifs storylines. I do. I do. I love anything that's out of the canon because okay. I feel like that lets writers and artists do things outside of the box. The box, yeah. That normally, because there's, fun fact, there's like a lot of rules and stuff. Like if you're writing for Batman, mm -hmm. there's certain things, you're not, they give you a little list and they're like, these are the things that you can and cannot do with Batman. Right. Because like you have to operate within this character. Yeah. You know, because he's so iconic. Right. That's why that controversy broke out when you saw his, his junk in that comic. Oh, his, <laughs> like uh, that was uh, shocking to everyone because this is a character we've known for 80 years. Okay. You know, so even though that was out of canon and that didn't count for anything, mm -hmm. it was still a shocker. Still a thing. shocker. Yeah, just kind of like with uh, Batman v Superman where a lot of people hated it because they didn't. Right, we're But Batman is like shooting people or, yeah, killing people. Yeah. And they're like, no, that's not Batman. So I get that. Yeah. Yeah, okay, cool. Exactly. Okay. So that's why I really, really like What Ifs and that's why I'm really excited for this. But yeah, I'm sorry. There's a rumor going around that Marvel is going to make an animated series um, for the Disney Plus Yeah. Uh, with the What Ifs stories. And I'm super excited because I love What Ifs and there are a few I really 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 want to see now when it comes to what ifs mm -hmm. there are some fun ones um and i mentioned this earlier that actually ended up coming true which is like awesome but like what if hulk had the brain of bruce banner um oh. that was like a really old what if and now that answer has been that that character existed the gray hulk the gray hulk yeah. <laughs> so it's like it's funny that a lot of these what ifs it's ended up like becoming happening. real things gotcha uh like okay. there was a what if uh what if anyone else got bitten by the radioactive spider like right. obviously into the spider-verse answered that silk exists yeah. you know like all of these things it's so awesome yeah. um but yeah it, but someone's i really 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 want to see mm -hmm. let's see uh is what if magneto had raised his children so if he'd raised the scarlet witch if he'd raised quicksilver yeah magneto was a terrible father yeah they they would have been bad guys you know so like that's something i really want to see but yeah i just i want different stories i want some exploration i want some unique stories so mm. i want to see it happen i know it's just a rumor at this point but yeah disney make it happen happen that's gonna be awesome <laughs> if it happens wow animated that'd be cool i'm trying to think of some what if theories that i would like to see but yeah. there were so many what ifs about like wolverine yeah. and like spider-man and it's kind of stupid ones like what if spider-man had joined the fantastic four whoop-de-doo like he, he already helped them a bunch of times already and like yeah. what, how does that change the universe right. if he joins a superhero team you need something drastic <laughs> yeah like what if somebody died like there's a bunch of those where it's like you know what if like blankety blank had never like, what if born? uncle ben yeah had lived, had lived and aunt may had died right that's fascinating how that would have changed just like that small change just like uh like flashpoint paradox yes yes and i love that that's one of my favorites yeah i love that so. too i love that too so yeah, I'm I'm excited. Disney Plus does they got your money? Uh, no, no, <laughs> still not paying for that. You but, ain't paying for it. Uh, I'm excited they're thinking about it, and I'm yeah. excited that they're they're being so adventurous. That you is know, because cool. they could just keep it in the same well house. They could keep making, mm -hmm. you know, like these, like you said, Luke Cage and you know, blank shows. Yeah. So pick like another obscure character and just make a show and make a show out of it. They're like, nah, let's do something different. I like the what if stuff, go with it. And see, that's why I feel better about Disney. Mm -hmm. 
because, you know, they're like, hey, y'all do what y'all do. We just going to fund you. Right. And so that way your creators can kind of just. And I feel like cool. they're more adventurous. Yeah. You know what I mean? They don't try to play it safe all the time. They just, they're like, we know this going to make money. <laughs> right. But don't say that to Star Wars fans. Yeah, that's, a, that's another story for another they can day. Eat it. No, oh, I'm just kidding. well, you I know. think we already talked about that. That was one of my hot takes that like Star Wars fans don't deserve Star Wars. Ooh, so. say that to the camera. Uh, you don't want to look at the camera when you say that. <laughs> okay. Well, do you want me to like because the right. mic's over here? Yeah, the mic's uh, over here. Uh, Star Wars fans don't deserve Star Wars. Sorry, oh, yeah. guys. Oh man, <laughs> hot take. Hot take, and that's even before we get into the hot takes. <laughs> wow. Well, yeah, we got to wait and see, man. What ifs. You know one thing that's not a what if? My money going to Disney. Dang. That's happening. Got him. I'm there. <laughs> My favorite villain would definitely be Loki. I've been a fan of him for years. Um, he's charismatic and just very, very interesting. I really like his character depth and the way he develops over the years and the movies. All right, guys. It's time for us to get into new comic book day. Lil CEO, what's hot out here on these comic book stands? Boy, boy, boy. There is so much great stuff. Okay. Um, so the the newest thing this week for DC is The Grim Knight, number one. So this is another kind of spinoff that came out of Dark Knight's Metal. If you are reading The Man Who Laughs, like I suggested on the podcast earlier, Good um, then you need to be reading The Grim Knight. Mm. The Grim Knight is awesome. So this is a Batman from another universe being dragged into ours. Okay. Um, but this Batman uses guns. Ooh, so this yes. is the bad Batman. So this is and- a bad Batman, and he kills people, and he's ah. awesome. He's got a big giant cape. He kind of looks like Punisher. Ooh. He has that bat symbol on his chest like like the Punisher. Like Punisher? And then he's got, like, the straps, and he's just got guns, like guns over here, guns over there, you know, guns on the back. So, yeah, definitely want to pick that up if you want. If you like, like we were just saying before, if you like what if stories, yeah. you know, if you want to see a different kind of Batman, mm-hmm. um, if you like the Punisher, then this is going to be the book for you. Awesome. Definitely would recommend. Okay. Um. So, moving on to Marvel. Marvel has a new book this week. It is The Magnificent Miss Marvel. If you enjoyed the Captain Marvel movie, then you're going to really like this. This is her almost apprentice, uh, Miss Marvel Kamala Khan. Right. She is a young Muslim teenage girl living mm-hmm. in the Bronx. So, she's uh, familiar with Spider-Man, you know, characters like that. Right. Um, but she's another one of those characters that's on the Champions, which is Marvel's t- version of the Teen Titans. Cool, um, cool. But she's really cool. She's got uh, powers just like Miss uh, Captain Marvel does. She's got the similar uniform, but she her power is a little different. She can almost stretch. She's almost elastic. Oh, so her fist right. can get huge, and she can kind of throw her fist at you. I've seen that character before. Awesome. Okay, all right. Okay. <laughs> but yeah, if you want to try something new, um, mm-hmm. if you're looking for some books for younger readers, this is rated T for teen. Cool. Um, so it's definitely a perfect, like, starting book. Okay. Um, but if you just want to explore newer characters, and definitely want to pick this number one up. Awesome. Awesome. Love it. Love it. Now, let's move on to independence because that's my favorite part. All right. Let's and get I actually to... have two independents to talk about. Oh, you got two week. indies? All yes. Right. Let them so know. we have Assassin Nation, number one. Uh, this book is about a crime boss who has hired 20 ass- like vigilantes, not vigilantes, that's not the right word. Um, like Deathstrokes. What is Deathstroke? He's yeah, assassins. Assassin? Oh, like, oh, like yeah. you know, for hire. Yeah, for hi- a merc for hire. Merc for hire. So okay. they, this guy hires 20 of them to protect oh. him because someone's trying to kill him, but he doesn't know who. Oh. Um, so it's very violent, very gory, but it's got a lot of comedy and humor. So if you like things like Deadpool, then this is going to be the book for okay, you. Okay, I like that. I like the sound of it. Okay. But um, we also have another new number one for Independence this week. It's called Little Bird, mm. and it is 
Awesome. Okay, another awesome. That's <laughs> how, you know, we're going to start rating that. That's going to be your rating system. Awesome. Awesome. All right. Um, but this one is about a young girl who is like the government's kind of like out to get you kind of uh-huh. yeah. uh, storyline. And she's resisting. She's a resistor. Uh-huh. Um, but anyway, if you like uh, Akira, if you like um, yes. uh, Princess Mononoke, she actually yeah. reminds me of Princess Mononoke a okay. lot. Yeah. Um, then this is going to be a really good book for you. It is gore it is like some quentin tarantino stuff it is Ooh. wild it is bloody it is uh a little crass <laughs> uh, okay but it's a great book i love the art it's fantastic highly recommend if you want to read some independent titles awesome so we're gonna go back through that list we got the grim knight number one you know like a little frank castle turned into batman so bruce yes. wayne style you know what i'm saying yes. i like that with the guns it's gonna be cool we got the magnificent miss marvel i love the alliteration so I you know. already got me right there <laughs> definitely be on the lookout for that assassination number one it's kind of like assassination uh-huh but uh-huh. like assassination yeah. hey <laughs> and then little bird number one make sure you go pick up those titles especially the indies because we always support our independent comics yes. this is an independent podcast so of course we're going to be always backing the indies so make sure you guys stop by your local comic book store shout out to Soundwave Comics who always show us so much love appreciate you guys and all the other comic book stores around your town around your city make sure you go and support that pick those up Corey Rock Bottom Davis um, I love Jet Boy not just because I created him but because of what he represents and everything is a very uh, important character to me the main uh, focus on his character's creation is to let other kids that look like me other kids of color see that they're more than just a hashtag and they can be a hero um, actually the books are out now um, we're working on some animated stuff that should be coming around the pike in about 2019 um, and uh, pretty much just be on the lookout uh, at www.truthfulcomics.com and you can find all the animated stuff and all the comic stuff and web comics and everything at that site you can find me on uh, Facebook under Rock Bottom Studios um, that's ROC without the K so you can find me uh, on Facebook and Instagram under the same moniker and um, pretty much if you can't find that just look for truthfulcomics.com or truthfulcomics on any platform and you'll be able to find me there all right CO yeah it's time <laughs> we have you know we have our reviews and our hot takes but you know what I'm gonna let you take the ball for this one mm-hmm. so I want you to let us know how your trip was because you were just at the SC Comic Con yes. out there in Greenville so you had your your table you had everything all nice and neat out there it was cool it was awesome okay let us know I, I seriously if you if you are a comic book fan and you want to start going to conventions I highly highly recommend the SC Comic Con mm-hmm. it is quickly becoming it's only like on its fifth or sixth year oh okay but it so is quickly new. becoming a huge comic book convention with with awesome guests mm. they had scott snyder they had greg capullo i mean it's crazy yeah um they had like the voice actor for mario oh really i had no idea that was a thing that was happening <laughs> um because some people actually they bought my mario cut out so they could go get it signed oh that is cool so that was cool yeah um but yeah anyway i highly recommend it it's just a two-day show two-day shows are awesome um so it's usually saturday and sunday but yeah it's just up there in greenville so it's like two and a half to three hours drive depending on traffic okay um and super affordable but yeah you get all your all your bang for your buck i highly recommend it. it's got a lot of cosplay it's got super awesome panels the guests are always top tier yeah. like i've said before that's where i met george perez oh yeah shout out to george perez but yeah yeah definitely want to check it out if you haven't yet um 
uh, make your plans for next year, man, because it's going to be great. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> you already got me. I was wanting to go so bad, but I couldn't get time off from work. But since you had a good time out there, you said you had a hot take to kind of go with your review. I do. So what's your hot take? So it, this kind of so it goes along with your experience. Out right. There? Yes. Okay. All right. So my hot take and I don't know how relatable this is, but I know a lot of people cosplay. Yeah. Cosplaying has become a huge cultural phenomenon. It is. Yeah. Um. You know, back in the day, you know, cosplay started at like Star Trek conventions, mm. you know, and then it kind of mutated into the Comic Cons that eventually came out of it. Right. Um, but, you know, I think that people's attitudes toward towards cosplayers has turned from like astonished and impressed yeah. to kind of like snooty and judgmental. Really? Um. So my hot take is that cosplayers, in my opinion, have become a fundamental part of the comic book convention experience. Okay. And I feel like trying to ban them or take them out of it will only like be taking away from your experience. Like, experience. like I feel like that's having a cake and then taking the icing off just to be like a snob. So but wait it's a like, minute. It tastes good with the icing. Why take the icing off? So, you know? so there's a movement out there of yes. people wanting to ban. Yeah cosplayers yeah there's like either like people like other guests at the show mm -hmm. like artists and you know actors or celebrities or whatever yeah. or just like regular attendees mm -hmm. they feel like cosplayers don't belong at comic book conventions that they just detract from the show really um and or that they're just attention seeking people and that we shouldn't be like paying them attention Wow. So, um, as myself, as a cosplayer, like, I just don't see it that way. Yeah. Cosplay is an expression of your love and excitement for a particular fandom or right. a particular character. Yeah. Like, my one of my first cosplays was Wonder Woman. Mm -hmm. um, you know, because, like, she is amazing and she's a woman and she's so strong and powerful and she doesn't take anything from anyone. Right. I really, really identified with her. Yeah. So... And, like, a character like that made me feel good and safe and wanting to like comics. Yeah. So, like, for somebody to be telling me that I'm just, you know, a distraction mm -hmm. or that I don't really bring anything to the show. when mm. Whenever a kid sees me in this costume and they freak out and they're excited and they want to take a picture with me. They want to yeah. talk to me like I'm really right. Hawkwoman or Wonder yeah. Woman. Like, that, I feel like, is an experience that that kid can't get anywhere else. That's true. You know what I mean? And then not only that, but I... Bump your experience. This is my experience. That's a good point. I'm going to, I paid to be there. Right. You know, I paid for this costume. Like, why can't I wear my Hawkwoman costume to a comic book convention? Where mm -hmm. else am I going to wear it? Yeah. You know what I mean? So, like, and it adds to my experience. I get everyone around me knows how much I love this character. Right. Now, because of this costume I'm wearing, you mm -hmm. know, people get to take pictures with me. Which is super flattering, and then they usually compliment you if you made your costume. So that's like awesome. That's, that's really cool. that adds to my experience. Yeah, you know. So I I just want people to kind of reevaluate their opinions about cosplayers mm. and remember that you know there there are the big fancy ones like Yaya Han who was on that t that sci fi t you know yeah channel right. TV show yeah um who are that you know that is their job that's how they make their money they're they're basically a celebrity. So I was going to say because but yeah I, that was my. I guess that was my, you know, inquiry about it. Yeah. Like, do you think it's because of certain, and I know it's like a niche crowd that, yeah. that don't like it. Yeah. Because everywhere I go, people yeah. love cosplayers. At least I know all of my friends and their friends love it. Because we even like, wow, that was a really cool outfit. And how did they create that? Because that alone is art. Yeah. Especially if you got to like figure out, especially I saw, it was so many awesome ones from the Comic-Con out in San Diego. I saw like a Thanos 
that was like literally 12 feet tall. Right. And just moving and like how they were able to create it. Cause that's something you can't buy at the store. No. You know, and I guess maybe do you think it's because you have certain, let's say, I don't know, like models, mm-hmm. you know, like Instagram models yeah. where, you know, <laughs> yeah. you know what I'm saying? They, they're looking for that attention. They might not know right. the and that, character. That and, that, and that's true. a big, that's a big assumption to make. That is true. So I don't want to put that out there. Right. But let's say, you know, you have certain Instagram people who just want that attention, yeah. want the likes because they know comic book culture is, is what's in and culture, what's popular yes. right now. I, I think that unfortunately, like because like comics and the comic culture was like a niche thing, like you just said earlier, and now yeah. it's part of a whole like yeah. it's part it's pop culture it's now. Pop Everyone culture. wants a piece Everybody, of it. Yeah. I think that the demographic has just gotten bigger and okay. newer people that were never part of it. Mm-hmm. And so with them, they bring their you know their their own, their own perception, and they it. don't know anything, so they just project what they see on television. Ah. Um. Or like you just said, like on Instagram or Facebook and stuff, because yeah. there are those cosplayers <laughs> that because um, there's different kinds of cosplayers. There's cosplayers who make their product right. or make their outfits. There's yeah. cosplay models, like mm-hmm. which is what I am, mm-hmm. who buy their product, uh, buy costumes from other people and model them. Right. <laughs> you good. And then uh, you popping out here, man. <laughs> Getting phone calls right? and all that. Super special. <laughs> um, but then there are. Um, uh, stripper cosplayers yeah. <laughs> who like you said they they probably are nerds but some of them are not and they right. just want to dress up like this person because okay. they're fitting into that niche of people mm. who will pay for their product right. <laughs> which is cool which is awesome but yeah I, I do think that that has changed the perception of cosplayers that like every cosplayer you see is yeah. a working person right. and that's just not accurate like a majority I would say like 85% of cosplayers yeah. are just a, attendees like you mm-hmm. so like if they say no to a picture it's not because they're a jerk it's because they're a normal person just like you who right. doesn't you know might not feel comfortable, not feel comfortable you know, doing it. Okay. seeing a picture yet even though they're wearing a costume and bringing attention to themselves right. you know what I mean so like right. I think people need to get into their mind that this person is also just a nerd like you who right. goes to their office job tomorrow exactly. and drinks their coffee. And this is you know? where this is where they can express themselves. And this themselves. is where they get to be that nerd. Awesome. You know what I mean? Because okay. yeah, we're not all you know. Gotcha. We're not all me's out right. there right. or Yaya Hans. Right. You know. So okay. But anyway, that's just me. I, I feel like, like you you shouldn't take cosplayers out of the conventions. No, you but need that's it. just me. That's, that's me too that's a bunch of us man you're not alone in this you're not alone in this alright well that was your review hot take from Lil CEO her experience out there at C Comic Con and her hot take I, mean, I like it I like it I'm with you I'm on your side I think a lot of I think most of us are going to be on your side on this one so they ain't going to be mad at you this week <laughs> yay! yay that ain't going to last long nope <laughs> sure ain't it sure ain't alright well before we wrap things up uh, you reviewed Captain Marvel Yes. Okay. I'll keep it brief because okay. uh, we already talked about it last week, but I had to say something. Yeah. I saw Captain Marvel, guys, okay. and it was awesome. It was awesome. Awesome. It was awesome. It was awesome. Okay. The Stan Lee. Yeah. Uh, what is the word for this? Tribute. Yeah. Fabulous. I won't ruin anything for you guys. No spoilers yeah. here, but get prepared to cry yeah. because Stan Lee parts are awesome. Yes. Um, But I loved it. I thought it was phenomenal. I think that the trailer did a really good job of not ruining anything in the movie mm-hmm. um, because there was way more action right. than I anticipated. I feel like there was even more action than there was scenes where they were like standing and talking and chatting. Okay. Like, I just feel like. Way more action Way than more. any Marvel movie I've seen yet. Mm. At least I think. Okay. But maybe I'll have to go back and watch everything again. All right. Um, 
But I and there was way more sass and humor in the movie than yeah. the trailer led on. Led on to it, yeah. Which I suspected anyway. But I was very satisfied to see that I was proven right. It was awesome. I was cracking up like every five minutes. They were so funny. Um, Nick Fury was so freaking funny. And right. Even she was hilarious. She, she was always good. had a little smart remark a for everybody bit. around a little her. Quick little quip. Okay. So I, I just I loved it. It was phenomenal. It was breathtaking to look at. Like yeah. they are really honing it with the animation. They getting it. But yeah, it was an awesome story. I feel bad for the people boycotting. I mean, I don't really because um bump them. Yeah. But they're missing out. They're they missing are missing out. out. It is another fantastic Marvel film. There you they go. They are truly learning from everything they've done in the past yep. to give us superior product now. That's it. I like it. <laughs> Wrapped it up with a bow right there. Love it. Love it. So again, make sure you go check out Captain Marvel if you haven't already. And it's about time before we wrap things up, just like how you wrapped up that great review. We got to let the people know what's happening around the state of South Carolina with, you know, events, what's cons, what's happening, CEO? Yeah, boy. Yeah, boy. Uh, so Swan Con is coming up uh, this weekend in Sumter, South Carolina. Okay. That will be on Friday, March 23rd, and Saturday, uh, March 24th. So it's going to be awesome. It's an all-ages event. It's free. Um, it's perfect for the family. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's going to feature stuff like panels, artists, vendors, and cosplay. But it is in Sumter, so it's a little bit of a drive. A little bit. But it's a two-day event, and it's uh, you know, it's it's sponsored by a library, so you know it's. Oh, be cool, good. awesome, <laughs> I, yo! All right, well, look, hey, definitely want to make sure if you've never been to a con before, please go go to one. You're going to experience just like your experience, everyone's experience at a con is always cool. Very especially, good and positive. Yeah, and especially the first ones who like their first time going yeah. to one is always the best. I always remember my first con and it was amazing. So don't miss out on these cons and you can find all those information out on our Facebook page. Make sure you go to the comic section on Facebook. And also... We got a big movie that's coming out this Worldwide. weekend. Worldwide. Worldwide, baby. Worldwide. It's coming out this weekend. And we're <laughs> talking about us. Yes. Jordan Peele's next social monster movie. Yes. Check out the trailer right here. You know how sometimes things line up? Coincidences? Since we've been up here, they've been happening more and more. It's like there's this black cloud hanging over us. There's a family in our driveway. Who is that? What are you people? It's us. Yeah, see ya. We're going to be there, right? I'm, yeah. We're we going to be there. Of course. <laughs> you know what? I'm going to be the stereotypical black dude in the theater. <laughs> like, yo, don't go. Don't, don't do, do that. It, what you do doing? They're like, sir, can you calm down? No. You no. see what's going on. Nah, no. I paid my money just like everybody else paid no. their money. You know how much tickets cost? I'm going to yell at the screen. <laughs> they need to know. They need to know. Yeah, I'm really, really excited about that. So I yeah. will be seeing it this weekend. So maybe we'll do a review again. Oh, yeah, we got to. That will be, you know, be dope. All right, well, that about wraps up another great issue of the comic section, issue number 15. You know what I'm saying? This was fun. We got on video, you know? Hey, yo, show show off your shirt, because you always have the best shirts ever. Which, what is that? It says baddies on it, right? Baddies with all the, ooh, the, the evil the queens. OG, OG evil, uh... Prince, like, princess villains. Yeah, right? Um, Yeah, it's pretty ballin'. That's I got this dope. at Target, so... Boom. Don't go in 
Don't go and buy and wear it. That's what I'm saying. That's why I'm glad we got the camera, man, because you always have the illest T-shirts. I'm styling and, I'm so and profiling, jealous. baby. I need, like, a list. You got to, like, write me a list of shirts that you think I might be cool with. I don't know. I don't want you to look as stylish as me. Yeah, that's you true. Know, I got to keep so you. So you're the, you, yeah, okay, you got to keep me on. I, I got to keep you I down. Get, I get it. I, you know, I like the dynamic. You're going to be the stylish one. I'll be the old, boring guy. That's what it is, Sia. I mean, you are the old one. All right, that wraps up another great issue of the comic section. You can follow us all over social media, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, at the comic section. Next week is going to be fun. Follow us on YouTube at the Statue Fanatic. Also, Apple Podcasts, iTunes, Spotify, SoundCloud, Google Play, Google Podcasts, everywhere you can find podcasts. Look for the comic section. And that about wraps up another great issue. I am Jason alongside my talented co-host, Locio. And we out. Peace. Yeah, yeah. And you know what? I agree, little CEO. Um, cosplayers are a very important part of a comic convention. And it kind of reminds me of the time when I went to a comic convention and I took all these pictures of these all, all these talented cosplayers. But I didn't have an SD card in the camera. But I'm over it, though. I'm over it. As you can tell, I'm over it. Uh, oh, and coming up on the next issue of the Comic Section podcast, uh, Lil CEO and Jason are going to be talking about the James Gunn situation that uh, no one forgot about it this week it just uh, that was news that came in late so expect full coverage of that on issue number 16 editorial content in this issue of the comic section podcast was used from the following dot coms entertainment weekly cbr variety polygon cw comic book movie comic book and dc all access and the youtube channels of dc and marvel entertainment Video for issue number 15 was edited by Statue Fanatic on YouTube. And the audio produced by RedmanActual.com. Redman Actual audio production voice. Redman Actual.